Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Watch Fanatics Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin. And I'm David. And here we'll have an entertaining discussion on everything and anything watch-related. Please remember to like and subscribe on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. And check out our website at watchfanatics.ca. Enjoy the show. Hey, watch fans. Welcome to another week of Watch Fanatics Podcast. And this week we're going to talk about another GQ list. Yes, boys and girls, we're taking on another GQ list. This is our third list from them. And the title of this piece is 18 of the Watch World's Most Underrated Timepiece. These are the B-side beauties that get unfairly overlooked in favor of their top 40 siblings. Article by Jeremy Freed for GQ. Let's go through uh, Jeremy's choices. Do you want to read the first nine, perhaps? All right. First one on his list is the Boulevard Lunar Pilot. Priced at 508 US. Victorinox Alliance, number two, at 425. The third one is the Omega Railmaster Coaxial Master Chronometer, priced at 5200. Number four is the Timex S1 Giorgio Galley, priced at 450. Number five on the list is the Grand Seiko SBGA229, and is priced at $6,000. Number six is the Tissot Heritage 1948, priced at $1,450. Number seven is the Rado Centrix Automatic, priced at $2,250. And number eight is the Rolex Air King, valued at sixty-four fifty. And number nine is the Breitling Top Time, priced at forty-nine ninety. And the next watch is the IkePod Megapod, priced at fourteen fifty. Then we have the Zodiac Super Seawolf at twelve ninety-five. Followed with the Long Jeans Avigation Type A dash seven, nineteen thirty-five. And that's priced at $34.50. Then there's a Zenith Chronomaster Sport at $10,000. The Bulgari Solo Temp at $32.89. Next is the IWC Ingenieur at $5,500. Then we have Girard Perigot Loreto, $12,000. A Langenzonen Odysseus, 28800 And of course, Patek Philippe Golden Ellipse at 52390 US. Unlike our last list, which under $200 watches, this is like, is all over the charts. Yeah, kind of unusual. But he, there's nothing there that's under like 450 right? 
The cheapest one is the Victorinox at four twenty-five. Yeah, isn't there anything like Japanese range that could be on that list? Yeah, and that's the fault of the list, right? I I think once again GQ opens themselves up for a lot of criticism. This is written probably for gentlemen who don't follow the watch world very closely. And don't have a budget for watches, really. The range in pricing is ridiculous. 400 to 50K? Come on. Do you think there's one or two watches right off the bat that should not be there? Maybe the last one, the, the Paddock Golden Ellipse. I don't wouldn't say this is underrated. It, it's 52k. Come on. Yeah, right off the bat, I'm thinking like you. I think the Omega, Elangenzonen, and Patek Philippe are never underrated timepieces. These are timepieces that are always held in high regard. So, having said that, what are a couple of your favorites from this list, Dave? I think my absolute favorite is the Breitling Top Time with the Zorro dial. The Zorro dial, yeah, the black and white contrast, yeah. And, of course, limited to 2,000 pieces. Yeah, that, that definitely has an interesting look with, with the red hands and the, uh, the red sub-dial. It's pretty interesting. Um, what's something that caught my eye? Yeah, what caught your eye? Uh, the Longines Avigation. <laughs> I had a feeling you were going to bring it up. You knew I was going to bring that because you know I love the VC Historic 1921. Yes. One of my favorite watches. Historic American 1921, Vacheron Constantine. I guess this would be a very similar design to that. I don't know who came out with the watch on a 45 degree angle. For this application, it would be a, a flight application for U.S. Air Force, but the, the VC, you could use that for driving uh, anything where it's on your wrist where you don't have to take your hand off the wheel, so to speak, to read the time. Yeah, Seiko has one for motorcycles and cars that are similar with that angled dial. Yeah, there's only a handful of watches with, with the crown at the 2 o'clock. And this long jeans, it's paying tribute to their uh, history. They made this back in the 1930s. The original, yes. For... Uh, Someone by the name of Charles Lindbergh. I like anything that pays tribute to its history. Right. Yeah, is there another watch? Those were my two favorites, the one I picked and you picked. But the IkePod Megapod, I gotta give it some honorable mention because the second hand on that watch. Right. I've never seen, I don't think I've seen a second hand like this. Like, you know how most second hand extend beyond the pin this right. one does not yeah it's pretty precise it uh tapers right down and and stops right before the uh bezel i guess or the rim of the dial yeah, it's pretty cool looking 1450 though i don't know about that that looks like a fashion watch for me i have to agree with you hey let's talk about the rolex air king that i feel should be on this list. Yeah, I think this is an underrated watch. It's not the prettiest watch, but at sixty-four fifty, it's a bargain. It's one of the least expensive watches that they sell. That Rolex sells, and, yeah. 
Yeah, it's low key. It's got uh, that nice green second hand. Yeah, it's a cool looking watch. I 100% agree with you. Say that again. I 100% agree with you. Strange. Uh, I had to make you say that twice. Sorry. <laughs> Just want to hear it again. Hey, at 64.50, it's a bargain in Rolex world. It's probably the only watch here that will maintain that 64.50 in a few years. I like that green secondhand. To be honest, I don't like the dial, but I love that green secondhand. It's pretty unique. They don't usually have、um, colored secondhands. They only have colored GMT hands. Well, the Milgauss has、uh, yes, colored. Yes, that's true. Milgauss should be on here as well. If you were to buy one off this list, price wasn't an issue. If I was to buy one, which one would I buy? Yeah. You know what? You know what? I really liked a couple years ago. I really liked the Gerard GP Laureato because it looks like a couple different watches. It looks like a Patek Philippe Nautilus, and it looks like the AP Wall Oak, and it's actually designed by Gerald Genta. Mm-hmm. So, so there is some history to this. Priced at twelve thousand, it's a poor man's Nautilus. Poor man's Royal Oak. <laughs> poor man's Nautilus. Yeah, if you can afford, like, if you're looking at Nautilus, but、uh, there's no way in hell you can afford that, then this might be a great option for you. Well, it's an option、uh, for the poor. I don't know. Maybe an option for the middle class. Yeah, middle upper class. We're talking about a f- five-digit watch. You know, it's not. Let's let's be frank. It's not cheap for anybody. Okay, Kevin. So, what would you say some of the value watches on this list would be?、Uh, for the budget-minded person, perhaps either the Timex or the Bulova. Yeah, <laughs> the Bulova would probably be the the best choices under a thousand bucks. That's a good value right there at five hundred and eight bucks. Yeah, this is the original. It's the replica of the original that was worn on Apollo fifteen moon landing. So this is a homage to the moon watch, to their moon watch rather, and it's a quartz watch. It's I think one of the few quartz watches in in this list. Yeah. Yeah, but this this will fit、uh, pretty much everybody's budget at five hundred dollars. So very very affordable. It looks great. It's gonna keep amazing time because it's quartz. If you were to buy one of these, would you be afraid that people would compare it to an Omega? Definitely looks Omega-esque, but I I wouldn't buy this for one one reason and one reason alone is the case diameter is forty five mil. It would never fit on my wrists.、Um, another reason is the way that the、um, case tapers. Onto the the lugs there, it makes it look flimsy, right? Yeah, it should have a a wider lug width. I agree. Now that you pointed out, it it looks a little flimsy. For a forty five mil case, it needs to be more robust. I think the lug width should be like twenty twenty two. I don't know. It's just me. No, I agree. That's all I see now. Now that you pointed it out, yeah, yeah, you just ruined that watch for me. <laughs> What a jerk! Are you gonna buy that? At that price, I, there's others I would buy. Yeah, I still like that long jeans, man. Not cheap by any means, but the look, 
is great. No, I I think the long jeans. If you are a pilot or if you're a collector of pilot style watches, this is on your list. Not only does it reach back into its heritage, its lineage, the dial's purposely angled. It's legible. There's a chronograph function to it as well. Yeah, mono pusher. Yeah. And the crown on that is fancy. That crown makes it look really elegant. It makes me want to save up for the VC. <laughs> well, how much is the VC? The basic gold is 40 US. Wow. Yeah. Platinum is 60. Wow. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah, quite a big difference. It's yeah. not really fair. Okay, so this watch makes a lot of sense at 3450. <laughs> and it definitely yeah. belongs on this list because it is underrated. Right. I really like it. Hey, perfect segue though. Uh this yeah. week you got an invite to the Vacheron Constantine um virtual show? Yes. Yeah, it's a virtual event that's going on tomorrow with their director of design, I believe, uh, Christian Salmani. If I miss the virtual event because of my work, do you know if I could catch it? Is it going to be on the loop? Well, your name is on the list, so you should be able to you should be able to pop on when you have time. I will do my best. If you miss it. I will inform you, update you on what you've missed. But it should be an interesting event. Guess what? We're going to talk about for our next episode. <laughs> all right. So I'll hear for all sure. about then. But I will try to pop on in between my appointments. I'll just access it through my phone. I've had that uh, historic 1921 on my wrist. And uh, let me tell you, it feels really nice. Cool. Like, like it's meant to be there. You know what I mean? That's dangerous when a watch is meant to be there. But it's $46,000, so it's probably never going to be there. Never say never. Uh, I don't know. That That's a lot of money, my friend. I'll tell you what. I check my lotto tickets. If I've won, I'll buy you it. You know, I'd be happy with an overseas. I'll tell you what. If I win the lotto, I, <laughs> I'll buy you a long jeans. If I need the long jeans. <laughs> okay. All right, I'll buy you the Bolova. Bolova. I'll buy you a swatch. <laughs> uh, Maybe we leave this list and we reconvene for next week after we share notes on the Vacheron event. Yeah, sounds great. See you guys. Thank you for listening. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Please remember to subscribe to our website, watchfanatics.ca. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. Thank you. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.